Hey everyone, Latina Barbie here. Why did I start this podcast? Because I'm too lazy to write a book. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hey everyone, Latina Barbie here. Today's episode is just catching you all up. A lot of stuff has been going on, um, not only personally, but on a global level, right? And I didn't have a topic. And I know every single time I get on here, the first thing I tell you guys, I don't know what happened. I wasn't going to have a topic. And then all of a sudden, a topic came to me. Well, I guess looking back, I could probably say, and, and I will do a better job next time, is literally writing down every single time I have a thought that I kind of feel like talking about. Unfortunately, it is Friday, early early morning and all those topics just went out the window. So let me begin by saying I took a two week break and honestly, it wasn't like it was a break. I actually had a work function and I'm not going to lie. If you um, listened to me and you were in Vegas with me the past couple of days, uh, the days before that leading up to that, I was a little stressed out, not like, oh my God, what am I going to do? But just, you know, how is it going to be wearing a mask for 24 seven? I lived. It wasn't that big of a deal, honestly. The only time I really had a problem wearing a mask was working out on the treadmill, and that was the first day. After that, I just walked outside for a little bit, and then, oh my gosh. And one time on Saturday morning when I walked outside, I literally not even walked maybe a block, and I literally saw like 12 people just passed out on the street. Welcome to Las Vegas. I do not regret being, uh, or being able to go out and party like I used to. (laughs) So, um, although I never woke up on the street either. So there you go. Always in a hotel bed. So, uh, yeah, it was a great experience being in Vegas. I think what happened was it started out with a drive out there. I drove out there on Thursday and just had a great time, um, listening to podcasts. I was actually listening to an audible book. Um, just me and the road, and I was able to stop along the way. Um, I grabbed a huge Coke Zero, got there late. <laughs> I got there at 1230, like almost right in the middle of a meeting. Um, and it just, it seemed like old times with everybody. And, and the mask didn't hinder anybody. It was just another protocol. We were super safe. And the event was called BEA, Beauty and Vision Awards. And it's a humongous deal to... Not only submit your work to a different ca- to a, a category, but then to become a semifinalist. And I was what you would call an angel, so I assisted mentors um, for my particular category. It was great. Most of all, I got to connect with one of my coworkers. I call her my work sister, Nancy, and we had dinner together every night with no mask. Um, it was almost like I couldn't wait to eat dinner. In fact, I probably couldn't wait to eat at all, just so I could put the mask down a little bit. But um, it wasn't bad. Um, The first day when I did go to the the gym on Friday morning, I I hadn't gone to the gym since before COVID. Uh, In fact, I I think I told you guys, I canceled my membership to um, 24 Hour Fitness because I took my workouts outside. So that was really weird. It was like, we pay, I know, here you guys go. I'm going on the tangents. Here we pay for these gym memberships. And yes, granted, the gym membership will not work unless you actually go into the gym. And I did that. I was religious about waking up just I am now, headed to the gym, worked out for an hour, did some weights and came home. But I didn't, 
I didn't feel like I was accomplishing anything until COVID hit and I canceled my membership because I was not going to work out with a mask on. I refused. Then I was like, you know what? I'm going to start working out outside. And that's just walking. And I ended up dropping the last like seven pounds that I needed to, to hit lifetime. So yeah, go figure that one. And I have a kettlebell here, so I do some weights here, but I've been able to maintain. In fact, I'll talk about that in a second. Okay, I'll talk about it now. So just so you all know, I will be posting on Instagram, God willing, on August 29th. Um, it will be my one year at Weight Watchers Lifetime. Now, for those of you who have lost weight, congratulations. It is a hard road to lose weight. It is a harder road to keep it off. Does it have to be that way? No, it doesn't really. I know there's like some type of statistic on like a small, small percentage that act of people who actually keep weight off. And I'm not just talking about like weight in general, just from Weight Watchers, but I think just overall, whether you've had surgery or anything like that. And I think everything has one thing in common and it's the emotional state that you have been or trying to cover or trying to overcome and trying to heal from that will allow you to keep the weight off. So again, my little PSA on anybody who's trying to lose weight. And you know what? It doesn't matter if you're trying to lose 100 pounds, 84 pounds like I did, or two pounds. It is the emotional state that you have to be in to accomplish it. But when you think about it, isn't it like that emotional state that you have to be in everything? Because I tell you, when I got back from Vegas, and believe me, I ate, I, I haven't eaten this many carbs in my, in, since the past year and a half, but going out to eat and not only that, but like having a drink, cause I love having a cocktail with my friend, Nancy, and then leading into carbs or having one drink feeling good. And then going into, you know, three or four drinks afterwards. And I think on Friday, I must've had like a beer, two glasses of wine. And then I topped it off with a French martini. Not a French martini, sorry. That was my old drink, dirty vodka martini. I love those. Um, it didn't have the blue cheesed olives, but that's okay. I didn't need the extra points. Anyways, every single night I tracked my points and I moved on. Um, but when I caught, when I got up on Sunday, I felt it. And we all know that feeling of, oh, what did I do last night? Why did I eat that? Why did I drink that? Why did I drink that much? that led to me eating that much. So I, you know, back in the day, it would have taken me a whole week to bounce back. No pun intended, but this time it took me one day. In fact, it took me one meal. I mean, I was eating like a steak quesadilla at nine o'clock at night on a Sunday night. Like who am I? So when I was driving home on Monday, I just, you know, thought about it a lot and picked up Weight Watchers again, Monday night. And that was with a piece of salmon and salad. And my body was like thanking me for it. And I had a beer last night, but that was it. I had no idea where I went with this. Oh, yes. So I was at the gym on Friday morning and I did do my hour workout with my mask on and it sucked. I don't know how people can work out with a mask on. I just choose to work out in my home or work out outside. It's, it was just gross, it was sweaty. And I and towards the end of my workout, I tried so hard just to kind of like drink a lot of water that would give me an excuse to keep taking my mask off. So, but the treadmills, we so we stayed at the Aria and the treadmills there were amazing. So it was a nice little treat for me. 
So yeah, overall it was great. And not to mention, I probably got like 20,000 steps every day anyways. Thank God I was wearing my, um, I think I told you guys I got a new pair of tennis shoes called Hoka, H-O-K-A. Love these shoes. I had plantar fasciitis last year. I bought these shoes and, and, and I could say they're pricey, but I no longer say that because one, I'm worth it as all of you are worth it. They were about $140, $150. I wear these bad boys every day. If I could wear them with dresses, like if I were going out, which I no longer do, and I'll talk about that in a second, but I would wear these bad boys every, every single, everywhere I go. It's like walking on a cloud, but having the support around your foot. And I have to thank Dawn because Dawn actually had a pair and I looked at them. And then the minute I saw them, I was like, oh, those are really cool. She told me about them. And then of course, you know, as besties do, I went and copied her. So love my Hoka, Hoka shoes. Um, this week I got right back into work and I have to tell you guys that last week, the beginning of my week, I was a little stressed out because, you know, not only was I going to Vegas, but I had a trip planned for this Sunday to go to Miami. Now, I chose not to go to Miami and with good reason, obviously, because there's no mask mandate and all that. And I know I've ranted before about the masks and I wish it was just like black or white, like you're indoors, mandated mask like Vegas. San Diego's not like that. Miami's definitely like that. It's almost like I felt like if I was going to go to Miami and put a mask on, I would be like looked down upon, which I really don't care, but I can't control everybody around me and that's fine. I can only control what I do, but I also didn't want my first flight to be eight hours either. So just a lot of different things. The great thing about it is I got full support from my boss. I got full support from my account manager who decided not to go either. So it was a win-win situation. As of today, I have zero travel, plan travel plans. I am supposed to go to Calabasas in November. We'll see if that's still in person or it turns into a virtual training. Who knows? But I got to tell you, like, I'm okay with all that. At first, I was like aching to get away. Um, I have to tell you that when I got back, like I could tell without the word, I miss you, um, Maybe he did tell me. Yeah, he did tell me he misses me. My husband missed me. And it was like, it was really nice like to come home and know that you were really missed. I mean, this was, this. I know I went wine tasting two weeks ago, but this was five, this was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I came home Monday. So, oh, and by the way, on my way home on Monday, I did stop at Pink Box Donuts out in Vegas. They have the best donuts. Um, there's three locations. So I went to the one in Henderson and uh, I, you know, my husband placed his order via text message and I got him his donut. So we had a little donut sampler also when I got home. But anyway, so that's what's been going on. Um, I just wanted to tell you, like, I was really enlightened by a lot of people while I was in Vegas. A lot of people who um, I hadn't seen in a while or I only work with here and there because a lot of these people are, um, they're contractors, they're contractor hairstylists. Um, some on a local level, some on a global level. Honestly, I didn't really have a topic to talk about last week, but you know, I was busy. So that got me thinking. I'm thinking about taking my podcast to every other Saturday, just because I feel like I can get a little bit more in depth. I had a visitor come into my house this week and I'm not going to name names. I'm not going to name for what. It just so happens we just started talking and he was so anti-vax, I mean, anti this, anti-everything um, when it came to 
just, I think, helping mankind. And, you know, I let him talk. And it's weird. We just got on this subject of vaccines and everything, probably because I asked him to wear a mask if he was coming into my house. And it was it was just really nice and enlightening um, to hear him talk very passionately. I heard anger. I heard fear. I heard a lot of, like, questions, good questions, like, why did my son-in-law get COVID and my daughter didn't? And they were like living together. Obviously they're married and they're in the bed and I didn't have answers for him. I don't know if anybody has answers. Um, just very angry. He just came across very angry and it wasn't like, he was just very matter of fact and didn't have any wiggle room for any other thought process. And that's fine. I respect that. So I just stood there quietly as he was telling me about, you know, government and all this. And I had to remind him that, you know, from the moment he was born, the government owned us anyways, because that's where social security numbers came in. I had to remind him like, you know, the IRS knew exactly where he lived because uh, he got his stimulus check from the government. And, and I don't know if you guys come across this when we have people who think differently than us. Do we try to convince them otherwise? Do we, do we defend our opinions or do we just listen? Because that's what I did. I just listened. Um, yes, I did. I did respond with the government thing. Um, I responded with pet compassion for him. I came out and said, you know, there are a lot of questions that you have that are fantastic. And there's only one person in this whole entire universe that knows. I just came off with saying, you know, the most beautiful thing is that, you know, we were all created by one person. And I believe that we were all created by one person. The most beautiful thing is that he made each and every one of us different, meaning our different opinions, our different thoughts, our different everything about us. Because I just told him, I said, you know, the beautiful thing about what you're talking about is that you have all these great opinions, all these great thoughts that make you who you are. And the most beautiful thing about it is that one, I appreciate you putting a mask on in my home. And two, that at the end of the day, we're all the same. I mean, what makes us different is what makes us the same. And not to get too deep into everything, which I think I'm, I'm headed that way right now, isn't life constantly evolving? I mean, was our, I, I remember my dad saying, you know me, how life is, you know, nobody said life was going to be easy. I kind of feel like with all the changes that are happening in the world, and believe me, I know there's a lot of horrible things going on in the world right now. What part of our life said that these things were not going to happen? Isn't it all really in how we react to these things? Are there certain situations where I wish were never happening? Of course. But who am I to fight it? You know, emotionally, really, because I think emotionally we are all drained by fighting things that are going on in our lives and physically by by not accepting the things that are going around, you know. And I got to tell you, like, I know I I read actually in one of my um, my books in the morning that I read. I told you guys about the two books that I read in the morning. And one of them was like, you know, in like in the middle of despair, you're not going to sit there forever. It just means you're getting, you know, Jesus is, is preparing you for something else. You've got to walk through the journey to get to the end. But if you're not enjoying the journey, if you're not finding happiness and gratefulness for the for, uh, for, for walking along that journey, then yeah, you are suffering. 
yeah, you are angry. Yeah, you are fearful. But if you're accepting things as they come along, then that's the way it's supposed to be. I don't know. I, I, is that too deep for you guys? If you guys don't agree with me, that's fine. I, and, and believe me, I understand a lot of people are in different emotional states right now. I can only tell you where I'm at because I keep going back to, oh my gosh, we're in COVID times. Oh my gosh, we're going back. Oh my gosh, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, is it, is it we're going back or this is just part of the cycle of life? You know, maybe at the age of 47, I was supposed to be going through all of this. Maybe at whatever age you're at, you're supposed to be going through this. No one is here to say that your world and your life is supposed to be going to the right and quickly you have to pivot. The biggest question for everything is how quickly do you pivot? And if you're not pivoting in your life with thoughts, physicality, whichever makes you feel to get back to your happy place. Because, I mean, no matter what, there's bad situations all around us. But how do you look at them? Do you let them tear you down? Or do you do you learn from them? Do you accept and move on? Now I'm just like going, <laughs> sorry guys. But now it's like, when you think about it, like I equate like weight loss, right? I know I always go back to weight loss, but a lot of this has to do with my thinking because I can let one pizza ruin and derail the rest of my week in a heartbeat, in a heartbeat. But I know that if that happens on Sunday and by Friday, I'm still wallowing in what happened on Sunday without making the proper changes to accept what I did, to accept what I ate and move on and start feeling good about myself, then it doesn't matter. Like I'm wallowing for so long and I am in charge of myself. I mean, at the end of the day, we are all in charge of ourselves. We are in charge. And that's a beautiful part about everything is like we have the power to change our thoughts, to change our outlook, you know? And I go back to, I know my husband always says, you know, babe, you always, you may always, what does he say? You always make it about you or, or, well, as long as it works out for you. Oh, hell yeah. As long as everything works out for me, I'm fine. I don't want to use the word selfish, but I've always been taught like you do you and just don't hurt anybody along the way and treat everybody how you wanted to be treated and how we really learned how to treat everybody in kindergarten, right? With kindness. And it's like, it's like when you travel on an airplane and they tell you to put the face mask over you first and then over your children or your loved one or whoever, take care of you first and share your kindness. And I kind of feel like that's what this world needs right now is just kindness towards each other, compassion towards each other. You know, all this upheaval that I'm seeing on the news, which I try not to watch because, you know, the housewives of Beverly Hills and New York have so much more. <laughs> that is actually my stress reliever is watching their lives, but it's turning the news on and seeing all this turmoil. And it's not the turmoil. It's all the opinions that come along with it. Right. And you're like, okay, I understand. I don't, I've never walked in other people's shoes. I don't know where they're coming from. I definitely don't know where they're going. Sometimes I feel like they don't know where they're going, but for what it is right now, find your happy, stay there. If it means you're ignorant to other things, like I've often become ignorant to other things, then so be it. Nobody's in charge of your happiness but you, right? Just like I can say, 
Nobody's in charge of your sadness, depression, but you. Now, I'm going to preface that with, I know a lot of people who have um, diagnosed depression. I understand that. that That's something more physical than I can ever deal with or emotional state. Like, I don't know anything about that. So my, my disclaimer is, I understand if you are in a deep, deep depression or anything like that, um, I hope to God that you are finding um, some some peace, whether you're talking to a therapist or you're on medication. This is just solely my opinion. And I want to say that because I don't want to sound like I'm insensitive to people who are clinically depressed. I had a glimpse of that when I would get on my period, or actually I should say four or five days before my period, and I literally felt like I wanted to you know jump off of a bridge because I was just got so emotional. Um, I could thank ashwagandha for that because um, that has really turned me around. And plus, I had that surgery back in March, so I haven't really had a period. Like I think the the anticipation of my period made me depressed. So again, that's my thought. I hope this resonated with some of you. Um, you know, whatever state you're in, emotionally, of course, <laughs> not physically, um, that this has maybe helped you think a little differently. If not, that's fine. I love you all anyways. This was just like, I'm just diarrhea of the mouth today. I just, um, yeah, I'm just in a place where I, I'm upset that I haven't been going out to happy hours. I'm bummed, but on the flip side, <laughs> I'm trying to find the good thing about it. And it's, I'm not going out to eat and drink as, as I was for like two months when the world had opened. And now I feel like the world closed up again. It's not been bad. It really hasn't. You know, I miss my friends. I'll still see my friends and I still talk to them. It's not a big deal, but you know, friends are friends. They will always be there and I will always be there for them. They all know who they are. It's not like I was going out five nights a week and all of a sudden my whole world stopped. I just pivoted, right? So I, again, you know, I always say, I don't know if there's a life lesson, but maybe there is. Maybe there's a, a little, you know, question that I want to leave you all is, you know, when the going gets tough, is it really tough or do we just need to pivot just a little bit to make it bearable and livable and acceptable? I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'm Latina Barbie. Don't forget to subscribe and have the most wonderful day that you deserve. Mwah.